is here with the Now or Never podcast, season two, episode one. We head out from Omaha to Pittsburgh to meet the man himself, Mr. Seth Barocci, with All-American Roughneck and Axis Sledge Supplements. It was an awesome trip. What a great guy. And you get to hear about how Seth became Seth. You are you, and I am me. Just be. You know, and it's, and it, but we're also very real with our kids. So when we, when we got remarried, obviously we have a blended family of six kids. And we decided our honeymoon, like we're very real. We just are where we are. We don't do flashy shit. And we decided for our honeymoon, so they go in some place and doing a bunch of drinks that we're going to go on a mission trip. So we went down to Mexico, part of Penasco, and we built houses for four days. We slept in the desert, no electricity, no running water, nothing. We built houses with our hands, three homes, and we took our 16-year-old daughter with us. So she got in her own tent, and she was a little diva about it. All the kids were, you know, sleeping in the van instead because yeah. it was a sandstorm. But the whole point, like, why would you do that? Well, because I'm going to put the point that, like, listen, shit here is not that bad. There are people out there who are literally, like, for us to sit around and complain about our problems. <clears throat> when the shit that's going on in the world, my kids are healthy. What kind of an asshole am I? And you had a video about this a while back that I got shared to me by like 50 people. I go, that's what I fucking say all the time. Just, I don't have any problems. I don't. I just got more work to that, do. That's it. And I think that, I go, that's why we did it. And we try to do that with all of our kids. And the middle schoolers, I'm like, I looked at her and I'm like, you feel a little entitlement coming on lately? We need to go do something. <laughs> something in the desert. Let's, let's, I think they're all coming. I think the 12 year old and the two 14 year olds are going to, I mean, it's time. That's incredible. I love them to death. And I'm like, you know, that's your vacation this year. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, like simple fact is like we're because we made more money, we've been able to do things. And sometimes I spoil my kids on certain vacation stuff because sure. I, I haven't, I don't have a lot of time. But I'm also like, and I feel the entitlement thing creeping in. I go, my house is not a place of any waste trophies. My shit is earned. They damn thing in this world deserve you earn it. Oh and no, you just, got to. You have to. And and I think society teaches them differently. It's crazy that society is how it is because. Uh, back in the day, it wasn't that way, and I feel like the boomers saying, "Oh, back in my day, it was a bit different." But it's it, what's weird is you see online like the promotion of other companies, like shoving down everyone's throat how cool things are. Yeah, and those cool things are very expensive, and everybody's trying to make money in the day of the internet. And it's like you said earlier, you like you can make money from this for free. Oh, it's it's twenty four seven. All excuses are gone. So I look at it and I'm like, okay, I get it, but how am I going to keep my kids grounded? Like that's the toughest part about being a parent. Because whenever, like, I didn't have money five years ago. Now I have money, and I want to spoil my kids. I'm like, yeah, let's go get new shoes. Because I want to buy cool shit I didn't have. And then you know? Hannah's like, hey, dickhead, no. It was just Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, when was Christmas? Four weeks ago. And I'm like, it's been, it felt way longer than four <laughs> weeks ago. They, they're such good kids, they deserve new shoes. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, oh, so, but... But like my thing is, is like they work so hard and they do a good job. Like I have great kids. Yeah. And and like you said, like there ha- it has to be earned. But whenever my kid doesn't have homework, gets straight A's, and places at top three at gymnastics every single place we go, I'm like, you want to reward them at the same point. I gotta be. Yeah. What and it's but then it's like, what do they do? They get to come home to a nice home. They have a warm bed. They have love in their house. They have very nice clothes. They have all these things, and I'm like, okay, like you do have a point, and I'm like, we're, that means I'm doing a good job as a parent. That means I'm like, I think that's what it means. Yeah. But like you said, like how, how, keeping them grounded, like going on a mission trip. Whenever people see, whenever your kids see a homeless person, they're like, it's different. Oh, it our, makes them our, feel a little different. That same girl who's 16, she's now 20, and so for her birthday this year, she we we, we were trying to make it work, we couldn't because we had the baby. But she instead of going out to eat for her birthday, she wanted to go downtown Omaha. And pass out cheeseburgers to the homeless people. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah. I'm like, I looked at her, I'm like, holy shit. I think we did something right. I don't think they call full credit for this, but you know, I'm like, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, you know, it just makes me proud of shit. And watching the kind of kids, like I told them all, they go to school and our kids are all kind of middle of the road, I would say. You know, they're they're popular kids and they're not cool. Which is where you want your kids. But I just told them, I go, I don't give a shit what you do, but you will not be the bully. You will be nice to every fucking kid in class. Yep. I mean, the whole reason I got into bodybuilding, we were talking back to your original story, is because yeah. I was five foot five, 195 pounds in sixth grade. <laughs> Ask Chad. I looked like a giant teardrop. It was it was bad, and I had lines in my hair like vanilla ice. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. bad. It was real bad. It's awesome. I would lip sync that shit out of that song. Yes. Mama Sue over there seen this stuff. It was bad. <laughs> And, you know, Your wife loves it. I, I know does. you still break oh, out every yeah. now and then. I, 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 well, I do now, but I, you know, I know all the words. I look so, better now too. Um, I look a lot better now, but I think it was. I, I'm like, I hit the gym. 
you know, that was my, that was my escape from shit. And by the time I was in freshman year, I was six to 195 pounds. So I grew like nine inches, which is cool. But I had that little chip in my back. It's like every time in my life, we've talked about yep. shit going bad. Like I've turned back to bodybuilding. It's funny that your industry is around that. And that's been my go-to that that's been my, that's my safe place. You want to yep. call it a safe place? It's me throwing heavy shit. Yep. And I, I think that's what I love about it's, we're talking about life, but it also, this is, this is the kind of thing we've all gone to, you know, everybody needs that, uh, everybody needs that anchor. Everybody needs that thing that holds them down. Yeah. And it's like, I lifting weights has always been that for me. Um, uh, and I've known also that like doing mindless shit, like splitting wood and cutting grass yeah. is like my other thing. Yeah. Like those two things are what keep me like, keep me cool, keep me calm. And, um, like you, like that's just that's the base that I built everything from for life, and I think that's a big thing. Which other people curious about how to start a business or what they need to do or what they're doing to become better, you need to find that thing. Yeah. And if it is fitness, bro, I don't care if it's CrossFit. I don't care if it's walking your neighborhood. I don't care if it's walking your dog or being a strong man or whatever it is. You need to find that thing that makes you feel alive in life. Yeah. Because I know whenever I'm splitting wood. I'm uh, I'm doing it the whole time. I, the whole time I'm doing it, I'm thinking so stupidly. <laughs> I'm such a moron because I'm like, I'm gonna split wood and I'm gonna start a fire in my home and the house is gonna be warm and the kids are gonna be warm. My wife's gonna be warm. They're gonna love me because I'm such a manly guy splitting wood. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what I'm doing when I'm listening to m music outside splitting yeah. wood. And then in the gym, when I'm in there, it makes me feel the same way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm lifting weights. I'm looking great. I'm feeling good. Look how great I look. The pump cover. I got a pump. I feel, this is great. Yeah. This is real. And that is what has driven me. Like, whenever I leave the gym, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Whenever I'm done splitting wood, I come in, I'm happy. I'm like, I'm going to get a drink. I'm going to eat a fresh cooked home, homemade meal. Yeah. All those simple things are what make me a better person. And that's what I tell everybody in life uh, that, I, that I'm hoping, like, don't be me. Yeah. Find your version of me inside yourself. Like, what's that one thing that keeps you grounded? And then how do you become better from it in all of your aspects in life? Yeah. And, and I, I, like, there's, there's no intricate answer. There's no, like, oh, you have to do these seven things to become the most successful person. No. <laughs> no, like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, that's what we said. I'm learning as I go. Like, like people are like, what are you, where's your marketing plan? I'm like, well, what are we selling? I guess what? Right now, I'm going to figure it out. Like, us shooting the shit? Yeah. Like you said, you had you came up with your idea after seven cocktail napkins? Yeah. Yep. I just figured it out. I had this idea, and it just was like, oh, that was it. We're gonna do it. And if you like it enough, you're passionate enough, you'll find a way to fucking work. And, oh, and, you're and, gonna make and it work. Own, and I own my own shit. I look at failure as the greatest teacher. Like, I look up all the time. So going back to the beginning, like I said, I was winning all of those bodybuilding shows. I was winning everything. Everybody thought I was the greatest thing in the world, and I started to eat my own shit. Yeah. I thought it was awesome, and then I lost, and I was like, okay, this sucks. I hate everything, and I'm like. I, if I, looking back at it, I was like, no, whenever you lose, you learn. Yeah. You didn't fail and give up. You just, this is time to learn. I didn't learn anything by winning. No. I did not learn a thing. All I learned was I was special. That's a really bad thing to learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the people that end up losing in the beginning take winning a whole different way. It is. Absolutely. So whenever I was lose, whenever I was winning first and then I lost... Oh, no, I thought the world was crumbling and, and nobody liked me. No, no, no. Everybody liked you. They were just telling you you did suck because you did. I, I, and I think the, <laughs> the, 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 the worst failures I've ever had in my life were the greatest teachers who led to the greatest thing ever. So, you know, the 08, 09 housing crash, losing my house, losing my shit, starting mm -hmm. my first door and saying, fuck it. Oh, my God, here I am 10 years later, greatest thing ever happened to me. And going through my divorce, it was horrible. My kids and a single dad yep. for a while. And then I went back to the gym, started training. Like, I got to, you know, I got to feel good. Met. My wife, who is, I about kicked my coverage by a shitload, but she thinks I'm funny. So I got that going for yeah. me. But it was always the gym. I just, but all those things taught me to get to where I'm at now. It gives me a whole of a pre appreciation where I'm at, but this need to never stop trying harder because I don't want to be at work ever. And two, like, the only thing I promised her was no new companies in 2020 because I've started three companies three years in a row. I have an idea, though. Oh, sweet. I mean, technically <laughs> I'm speaking, technically <laughs> speaking, it's like 2021. So, um, or, and no more kids because I got sick and so I'm done. No more uh, kids. No more kids. Maybe so. we can have like a, a snip snip party <laughs> yeah. together. I'm I mean, supposed to get snip too. It's a vasectomy party in 2020 is the way it goes. All right, we got a couple questions that came in from online okay, that I cool. said I would read. Um, 
What made you decide to be so real in an industry that is usually heavily produced and for lack of a better term, fake? So it's tough. Uh, me, I just like being me. Like I said, yeah. uh, for, for whenever I came into it, people told me what to say and how to act. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is how it works. I just want to make money. I don't have any money. You give me money. I'll say whatever you want. Yeah. And then I realized, and then it fell apart and it didn't work. I was yeah. just, I was just, for lack of better terms, I was like a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I could do to make money, I was going to do. Yeah. Now, and then I came back and I'm like, I'm just gonna be myself because I like who I am. I am a good person. I like who I am. I might be foul-mouthed. I might be intense, intense, but I'm a good person inside. My intentions for life are good because I know how bad bad can be. Yeah. I know how mean people can be. I know that there are people out there that are mean, nasty, and manipulative. So I'm just gonna be me. Yeah. So all I'm gonna do, and the people in the industry, it's, I believe that a lot of people don't have the same uh, passion or I shouldn't say passion, no, they do. They don't have- uh, The same motivation. It's from coming from a different place. In a lot, and, in my yeah. Opinion, yeah, and they're afraid to be something that people, I, I think this isn't just in bodybuilding, it's in life. A lot of people are afraid to be who they are. Like, we're doing really well by me saying inappropriate things and not being politically correct. Everybody's watching, everybody's listening. I'm yeah. like, oh, people think this is funny and they like it. They might not just be able to say all the all the profane and crazy things I say because they have a job, because they don't want to be looked down upon about and in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Or be criticized. Because some people can't take criticism. They some people Most can't. Most people can't take no, criticism. No, and, and it makes them feel bad and then it'll yeah. fuck their life up. And I'm like, okay, why don't you like take certain steps to be able to come your more of yourself? Yeah. And in the and in bodybuilding, and bodybuilding, I think in the industry. Everybody just wants to be liked. Yeah. Everybody just wants to feel special and they want to be liked and they think that um, it'll make them better if they have like a flashy car, like the whole fake it till you make it. It's been a real thing forever. Yeah. I now know like what it takes to build a company. Yeah. What it takes for a new product to be released within our company. I know what it takes and I'm like, man, that's a lot of money. It's like, if we didn't do that, I'd have all that money. And I could buy a bunch of flashy shit and it'd be oh, yeah. cool. But then I'm like, I like materialistic things. I love it. I have a nice car. I have the gym that we have, the weightlifting mm -hmm. gym that we're getting all our equipment in. That's a sports car in itself. Another had two sports cars as yeah. the gymnastics facility. That's what it takes to build business and foundation. But I don't really care what anybody says about me. Yeah. I like being this guy. If you gave me, if, you, if I had $10 million dollars, I'd still have these same boots on. Well, uh, we've said a hundred times, I won the lottery tomorrow, my day doesn't change. No. It, it, it doesn't. I it, my day wouldn't change. And I wouldn't drive, I wouldn't drive a different car. I wouldn't get nice furniture because I still have six kids and three dogs. So <laughs> it's really no point. It's going to destroy my shit anyways. Yeah, I still have all the same things. So, and I like what I have. I like who I am and I like what I'm doing. So I don't really ever want to change. And I don't think I will because I do have, I have enough money. My whole thing was, I was like, uh... I just want to be able to go to the grocery store one day and not be on a budget. Yeah. Because I remember being on a budget, knowing what, how much I could spend at the grocery store, how much things costed, and I was like, I'd love to just go to the grocery store and buy everything I ever wanted. Yeah. And then now, whenever I look at the pantry, and I look in my refrigerator sometimes, whenever I'm there, I'm like, man, this is wild. I can go buy anything that I want, and this is a it's, feeling that I didn't have It's before. funny she said that, because that's, for me, exactly the same thing, where I was like, okay, I was always just stressed. I'm stretching everything to the last dollar. And so, Brittany knows this now. It could be both for that way. She's a single mom at 18. She raised the kids by herself, and we both did the same thing. So, our kids go, we have no food here. And in my mind, I know it's in that pantry, <laughs> that fridge. There's there's a grand sitting right there. Oh, I, go yeah. to, I go, I could not leave this house for a month and eat as much as I want. And yes. I told her, and I go, are they getting entitled? She goes, no, you're jumping the gun. I go, I feel entitled. I'm like, because right now, I, heard it. I can make like 30 recipes in there off some scratchy shit that I would eat. Now, granted, I, I don't have the same, you know. Sure, it, but those are, the, I, I, it's, those are big deals. And I think personally, because it's like, I know what it's like to eat shit. I know what shit tastes like. I know what a shit sandwich tastes like, and you have to go, mm, are you full, honey? Well, that's well, I'm glad. Well, so we, go, we go to our 20-year-old's apartment, and we open the fridge. Because the thing is, we'll always give them a leg up, but not a hand out. I'm not yeah. doing that. So that's our model. And we walk in her fridge, and she's got like, oh, what is that That very basic drink, the alcohol, what is it called? White Claws. White Claws. Oh, yeah. Basic. There you go. And you got a half a gallon of milk and three, uh, three uh, Greek yogurts. 
That's it. I'm like, it's more than I had in college. Yeah. Good for you. You're doing good, I, and, and man. You're doing good, honey. And she wanted to start her first company right out of high school, so she did. And she said, what are you going to invest? I'm not. Well, you bet you bet on yourself. Nobody else will. And I said, we helped her buy her first LLC with an online coupon. Yeah. A cheap ass. Yeah. And, uh, and the rest was her. So she built it on her own. I'm like, you won't appreciate it if you don't do it. And I know there have been times in my life where my parents will you know, do well. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. He's a little What's bit, up? Oh, I could use it right now. You know, let's go fishing together or something. But they never did, ever. Nope. And they let me eat it. And I think that that builds character in a way that can't, nothing else can. And it's really hard as a parent because you want to help. You want to do all these things, but it's like, like fuck, dude. All those really. Okay, cut for just a second. Sorry, guys. Battery. No <laughs> worries. Yeah. No works. Yes. Sorry. Keep that train of thought. Gotcha. Give me a second. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm still. Like I am technically. I am technically still going here. If you guys want to keep going, that's fine. I can always use this this angle too. That's cool. The safety, but you're you're on your mic. So if you guys want to keep going, I'll just replace. But that was the character. It's the character. <laughs> <laughs> and my. I, for as much as I hated my dad whenever I was 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah. I will forever be grateful for him because I wouldn't be this person without the hard-nosed grit that all the shit he did. So going back to it, why, what, like real and fake and this and that, the industry does have a lot of good people in it. It does. I think that there is a lot of people that are confused about what they want in life because I think a lot of people in life are just generally confused. Oh, yeah. As human beings, we They're, don't know our real purpose I in life. I think generally people are just unhappy with what they think they have. They try it for somebody else, so they're going to be that person. And I think that's where guys our age are going to look at this stuff and say, why do you have 28 filters on your Instagram photo standing in front of a car you it's don't okay. own? You can be fat and hairy. Of, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, okay. don't give a shit. People still gonna like you. Know, you. I mean, we did a picture with her in the airport. We were traveling to Denver. Look off in the distance. I made it black and white, and she's like, "This is the face <laughs> you make when you farted, and you want to know if somebody else smelled it or not." And we just this is because we have so many employees to do it, and we're like, "Like that's why we rose to popular so quick with all these things. It's because we're real." It's and, in, People want that. They do. It's very scary because um, I, I know whenever we get a thousand comments, and if there's two of them that are negative, guess what? I remembered the two negative ones. Yeah. I didn't remember the 998 comments where people were telling me how great they loved it and how it changed their life. I remember the two fucking dickheads, and I'm like, that is crazy how our mind works. And for some people, that will break them. All it did to me was just piss me off and want me to work harder. Well, and that's that's what we were talking about before you got here with your with your partners. I go same thing. It just drives me. And, and so I put up a video about a cyberner a while back. And everybody knows the Rexy stores. Like I don't I don't have a house. Like I I pitch the brands. Other brands speak themselves. My staff is well trained. Nobody gets yeah. commission. I just I have just with the truth in selling. That's yeah. why we opened five new stores in the last like six months. It works. And, 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 and somebody put a video up from California. I just remember where it's from. Remember, remember he goes. I was talking about the fat burner and what it does to the body. And he goes, but you're fat, bro. And all my staff's freaking out. Should we delete the comment? Should we not? And no, I'm like, no, I'm going to respond. And they're <laughs> like, well, be, I go, well, be nice. I go, I'm going to be nice-ish. <laughs> I go, no shit, homie. That's why I'm taking a fat burner. If I was skinny, I wouldn't need it. Dude goes, cool, what's your store number? Called up and bought it. <laughs> I'm like, fucking relax. Like, yeah. who gives you shit? Like, and we get, it was funny. We post these videos on YouTube, and I've never done YouTube in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. Chad makes me look good. In a matter of like three months, we go from nothing to 3,000 subscribers, adding like 28,000 minutes watched in the first three weeks. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know. Everybody goes, you're buying that. I go, I don't even know how to do that. So I don't I'm know not. It's just me being real. And, and I go, because I'm real, and it's, it's funny, like the, people putting thumbs down on videos before they've even been watched. As yes. soon as we post it, I go, and Chad goes, what's that do to you? I go, I'm going to post three times as many. Yeah. I go, let's get to work. Let's make them like one, two, and three parts. So they have to go on there more. Well, and, that's, we'll, and hopefully they're watching it for 30 seconds so I get paid. And that's just <laughs> it. You know, if you're going to be a at least give me a 30-second watch. And I think, but you know, it's our industry in, in some ways. I mean, both, though. You look at it this way. Like, it's from the nutrition industry, there's a lot of filtered Instagram, stick your ass out. You're going to get hired as a coach crap. And I think that because we're authentic, that makes us rare now. And then, two, and like for me in the business side, I these the self-help we want to call the business advice that everybody's showing off 19 or 20 flashy Maserati cars in these mansions and shit. And then there's me in my lease and, and the suburban because we can only think we fit eight people in and it's real. And I think that that's why I started getting asked to speak at all these things in the podcast is because it's real. I'm not going to show off. I, even if I had the money, I wouldn't buy the shit anyways. So. I, and, and, and it's like I tell everybody, I'm like, it's okay. You're allowed to have nice shit. Yeah. You're allowed to be proud of yourself, be proud of your work, but don't criticize anybody for what they do. Yeah. And, and, the, and I just want to inspire people to be more themselves. 
Like, as long as you aren't doing anything from a negative standpoint to hurt anybody, yeah. no, fuck it, ride it out, be you, dude, become better, enjoy it, and get people to be excited about their own life. Like, there's, uh, yeah, I just, I yeah. enjoy, I enjoy being myself. Well, I agree. I mean, I think that's what everybody said about you in the industry. You're all, you are you. Like, what you're getting is you. Like, there's no bullshit. Oh, no, I don't know how to do anything yeah. else. I'm not smart enough to buy subscribers. I'm not smart enough to do anything, nor do I want, like, what, another thing, people are always like asking me, how do I grow my following? I'm like, well, just be you. Well, how'd you grow yours? I was like, that's just me. Yeah. I was like, I posted cool pictures of me doing cool stuff. Like people are like, oh, you pussy, you, you, you split the easy piece of wood. I'm like, yeah, because it looks cool, dickhead. What do you want me to do? Post a piece of, post a piece of cherry that's a pain in the dick to split? No, that won't get no views. No, I won't get any popularity. It takes me like two swings to get through a huge piece of cherry. It's, but... It's like those are the things that are that I don't mind people busting my balls or me. They're like, oh, you're wearing skinny jeans. And I'm like, well, no, I'm wearing the athletic cut Wranglers that have a little spandex in them. My quads are just way bigger than yours, dude. <laughs> it makes my dick look small, but my, my legs are big. It makes me feel cold. I don't know to tell you. Like, it's well, okay, but it's like, go ahead and make fun of me. Well, that, it's okay. They call me like uh, the one dude, uh, he, he's, he's a fan, but on YouTube, he always, he was a troll at first, and he would tell me I looked like I belonged in Lord of the Rings. I got a big red nose, I got tiny ears, I'm, I'm short, I look like a garden gnome, all these things, and yeah. I'm like, so I'd start busting his balls back, like, oh, it's pretty funny, dude, good call. Like, I got called way worse things oh, by yeah. the dudes at work growing up with. Oh, yeah. So I was prepared for this, and like, that's my other thing, like, you know, everything happens for a reason, I'm like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. No. I still have to wake up and make money. I have people that love me. I have employees that rely on me. You're not going to you're not going to win. Yeah. You can say anything to me and I'm going to be like it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah. It's good good. Good. Can I see a picture of you and I'm going to make fun of you back? It's amazing how that never happens either, does it? No, no. but it's fun and <laughs> and I don't let it get to me, but I uh I just I think that's the greatest part about everything that we do is is that I just get to be myself. And I want to inspire people to be themselves and and just do good. Well, it was it's, it's so a much... video we had the other day, and it was I was in the car driving my daughter to dance, and it's the same thing, and it's fighting traffic. She's she's crazy in the dance thing, right? And uh -huh. It's in. I don't stay inside because dance moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't uh -huh. know if I fit in. And like I'm wrestling like, dance. And I got pissed. I saw him. I go record. She goes, oh, he's on one today. There She's 12. Go. She's going to hold the phone like this in the car. I'm like, listen, quit being a victim. And I the whole thing about them in five minutes. I go, upload that shit. Pop it up, and I kind of—I mean, I was expecting people just to laugh and be like, "Yeah, that's good." And like thirty-five DMs in, like that just changed my life. And I, mean, I was just mad. Yeah, I was just pissed off. And it was just me being like, "I just told her, I'm like, that's awesome." You know, like, I, like it's great, sweet. I'm so happy. You know, like, like we love how real you guys are. I'm like, I couldn't know how to be fake. I don't have time to do it. You know, I think more than anything, I and mean, that's it. Uh, and for as hard as we work, you want to have fun. I, I, and that, and that's the. That's where all my emotion comes is because like, uh, like everybody works hard, but you want to enjoy it. You know, I want people to, and I want people to see like, <laughs> you can't fake work. No. You can't pretend to work. No. You either do it or you don't. Exactly. And like I've created an environment and you seem to have too, where you're just, I just like my job. Like nobody's plunging the toilets over I, at gymnastics. I, I wouldn't quit. I would do this. I do this tomorrow. I love it. I, 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 we had when she, uh, God, my, thank God, my wife's a baller, which makes it even worse. She outworks me half the time. But I was gone doing an event or something, and somebody calls the gym. Toilets are overflowing. Some dude turned the water off. Had a bad burrito Saturday or something, which floods the other ones. And there's literally shit floating between the bathrooms and water. Yeah. We have no gloves left. So baller over there grabs. Plastic thank you bags, puts her hands in them, and she goes and she just starts scooping up. And people are like, oh my God, the owner is like, yeah, somebody's got to do it. Well, you see, Lead by example. That's yeah, just is. And, and honestly, I also have six kids. Nothing you do here is more gross than those kids. Oh. Are they nasty? They're just well, nasty. I've seen their bathroom. Well, that's so. Hannah's about to get the, the, we're having a boy. So I have two girls. I know what yeah, I'm doing. Congratulations. Boy, boy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're having a boy. And I'm like, I've never cleaned baby shit off of a sack of balls. <laughs> so I guess I'm about to find out. Here we go, huh? Because you know how disgusting a baby is. It is. It is, it is unreal because you're like, I fed you formula or breast milk, and that's what came out. <laughs> so how we didn't make it outside of your pants. Well, we, What's going on in there? He's, you didn't eat food. Little Roman's one in a week, and it's, it's daily. 
It's daily. Like, and I don't even try to. I just put them in the shower. Yeah, there you go. Like that. Just, you know, I just put them in there. I'm not cleaning it. You wouldn't have did that with your first one. But now that it's the sixth, like I did the second one, I was like, yeah, you're fine. You're not going to die. That's what you told them over you're the good. sink like a basketball. Yeah, you take the little nozzle and wash your dishes off yeah, and just do it there. Good, you're good. It's set up for it. He's fine. It's, He'll survive. Because <laughs> your, like, your first one, like your first one, you have a kid, you know, you put a gate on the stairs mm-hmm. and you put foam thing everywhere. And, yeah. you sit. and by the sixth one, like, they'll survive. They're going to be, be fine. fine. They'll be fine. It's going to be good. It'll be good. I mean, I grew up with it. We didn't have, we didn't have car seats when we were kids. We hung out in the back window of the Olsen people oh, yeah. driving at 60 miles oh, on the street. Yeah. And me and Mama Sue driving. We didn't have seatbelts. The whole van laid down into there a was bed. A, there was you know? a legit, I mean, you, you legitimately were looking the other direction exactly. in the Woody station wagon. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome. You were sitting in the back. That was yeah. the cool spot. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, so. I got old enough to sit back there after so long. <laughs> so, 10 years from now, where do you want to be? <sighs> Um, so it's something that I talk to, I talk to myself a lot about like short-term, long-term goals. Mm -hmm. I always have like a monthly goal. I have a yearly goal. Uh, I hated it. You know what? I'll say this. One of my teachers in college professors said that you have to always have these goals. And I was like, fuck you. It's like, I'm not doing that. This is a dumb project (laughs) because I didn't know, you know, I didn't, I obviously, I didn't want to be a safety guy. I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I was just doing safety to fund bodybuilding. And now that I sit here in this position, I, he was 100% right. No. I have short-term goals and I have long-term goals. Long-term, uh, I've realized uh, that they are way more difficult simply because uh, how drastically my life has changed in the past four years. If you would have told me four years ago that I'd be sitting here doing what I'm doing now, I would have said you were fucking crazy. Yeah. Everything about my life has drastically changed. My family fell apart and we were broken. I had to become a different person. I was mom, I was dad, I was everything for my two children. I was raising two little girls. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then I met somebody who is legitimately the greatest person I've ever met in my life, changed who I am as a person, has driven me in ways that I didn't even know I was possible of doing. I've met people that I didn't even know existed and they turned out to have the same heart that I do for passion and life and their kids and their families. And I'm like, holy fuck, it's like, this is insane. So I just, so all these things, I have a lot of conversations with myself about just becoming a better person every day, every step. And it's like this month for this month's goal was to just make it through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every single weekend this, this month, yeah. we do gymnastics. This uh, weekend I go to West Virginia. Next weekend we go to Disney. We come back, we go back to West Virginia. Oh, and then after that, I think we are somewhere in PA. I don't know, but we're there. Yeah. So every single weekend. <laughs> and then after that, we go to the Arnold. Yeah. So this whole thing for me this month was, I was like, I just have to make it through. Just yeah. don't die, Seth. <laughs> just don't, just, just everything will be good. So, uh, and whenever we go to gymnastics, I am Hannah's support. Yeah. She trains these girls. She's there six days a week, busting her ass with these girls. When I go, I'm just support. Yeah. Uh, whatever you need, whatever you want me to do, I do. And it's, um, so like this month's short term was like, I just got to make it through. Just do a good job every single day. Do what you need to. Very task-oriented month. Yeah. The Arnold, I give everything I have to the fans. Yeah. Whenever I go there, my goal. So I make and, sure. And I've heard that. I've heard that from actually people who've been out. Like my, I sent my manager out there last year, and he geeked out. I, he's like on the phone like a schoolgirl. Like bring it down, Adoctus. I just hung out with Seth. I go. You, you sound like secondary puberty. Bring it down one more time. I just hung out with Seth Ferrucci. He's cooler than shit. I'm like, cool. Oh. Do you get pictures? He goes, yes. And he goes, and they're going right where my wedding photo is. I, go, I don't think your do wife's going to do that, but it means so, yeah. So, but, and, and uh, so whenever we go to the Arnold, I, I always saw Jay Cutler uh, just always there for the fans. And I was like, whenever I go, everybody buys my supplements. They buy the t-shirts. I know that because of the numbers we're doing. And I'm like, if you tell me, Seth, from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. when they kick you out, you have to stand there and meet every person. I'm like, oh, that's all I got to do. Yep. I'm like, so I get to meet the hundreds or thousands of people that support my businesses and support me and support my family and do all these great things. I just got to meet all those cool people. (laughs) Okay. I get to eat and take a shit once a day. I'm cool. Let's go. I'll be on my feet all day. I'll wear my nice shoes. Yeah. So those are, I'm like, I don't see. So whenever I see like other athletes, they're like, I'm on there from 2 to 12. And I'm like, 
You're only there from two to twelve. Like, you, like, what's cool shit? Like, do cool shit. Like, I like spending at least two minutes with every person. Yeah. To get the because everybody has a story. Yeah. One of the crazy fucked up videos, or now the podcast, or anything that I've said or done has helped them become a better person. Please tell me about it. Yeah. And then, like, I'll give you two, three minutes, and then we'll take a picture, and then move on, and then I meet the next person. I want that to happen because. That's always what I wanted whenever I was waiting in lines for all my for all the people I looked up to. Oh, with anything. And that's and we get asked like when the pocket people are like, hey, can I come in and I shoot you a business idea? And they ask me to invest in it. They're like, no, I just want to I had one guy come in, he goes, I'm gonna start my own supplement store. It's not gonna be a Rexius, it's gonna be down in, in Kansas. He goes, But do you mind if I go, sure. Sure. And so I had another chain who follows me on social media, be like, hey, we kind of want to see your operation. Like you want to become a Rexius? They go, no, I right, come on up. They drove up from Wichita. Toured the store, and we took an hour, and then we took them to stores, the offices, showed them the warehouse. We're like, cool, I'll go. Anything I can help you out with, guys, let me know. He goes, seriously, I go, listen, I'm lucky to be here. Like, I, I mean, I mean, shit, I, I, there's people that die every damn day. And I'm, I'm, I'm really that. I'm, I'm karmatic in that way. Like, shit, should be generally be a good person, pay it for, be it back, whatever, and that's it. That's it. There's a guy, uh, Sal Frisilla from First Form. I know Sal. So Sal told me one time, I, I overheard a conversation, then he said something similar to me. And uh, he was telling some, or no, he told me this because he was talking to somebody earlier about they wanted to come in and see everything. And we were shooting the shit. And he's like, yeah, he says, they're going to come in. And it's like, he's like, listen, dude. He's like, you can come in. He's like, I'll tell you everything about my company. He's like, I'll show you everything. I'll tell you exactly how we do our marketing. He's like, I'll tell you everything. It's like, no shit. This was two years ago when I first met him. It's like, that's pretty wild. He's like, here's the other part there, dude. You still have to do the work and do it better than me. And I'm like, oh, you are a ballsy fuck. <laughs> I like you. You're on it. Yeah, yeah. And now now in the position two years later, mm -hmm. I look around and I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to come in? We'll, I'll tell you everything. You, I'm already so transparent. I tell everybody what I do. Mm -hmm. And you've seen the farm-fed ads. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Try and recreate a farm-fed or homemade ad. It's a fucking riot. Yeah. It's all a fun joke and gimmicky and uh, Saturday Night Live ads. Oh, yeah. You can, I can tell you everything that I do. You still have to do the work yep. and do it better than me to beat me at what I'm doing. And it isn't just me. I have a whole team of people similar to you. Yeah. That's why you're successful. It's not that you're smarter than everybody. You have a good plan and you're pretty intelligent, but you're just relentless with the work. I like to work. I, yeah. I like to work. I don't do time. Now, I should do more time off. Well, you'd probably be an asshole. I would. And I, but, and I yeah, for <laughs> vacations. Like, yeah. So we took we took the kids to Cancun, but we, that's a trip for us and a vacation for that was for them. We did yeah. like a two and a half day deal. She's why well, because like, this way I'm only losing about a half a day of work. Otherwise, a lot of shit pays up for Monday, and then Monday's a bitch. I said, so I just don't. I said, I'd rather do six two and a half day vacations than one week. Yeah. I'd rather oh, do yeah. that throughout the year because I just I I don't I I'm, I'm working and then and and I'm doing better. Right? You'll see anxiety so, build by the third day. Oh, yeah. Third day, you're like, oh, look at you. You, I'm so excited to be on vacation with an asshole. Well, and that's just <laughs> it. And the funny thing is that our 12-year-old our daughter, she's smart-ass, and our fourth neighbor, they kind of combine this one. I'm like, you guys are lucky you were to be here. They go, you got this vacation for free with credit card miles. <laughs> I kind of did. Are, are, I did it completely. I didn't pay a dime. Um, I go, you're still her, aren't you? Want to walk home from Cancun? <laughs> you better shut up. And Brittany goes, they got you. And I'm like, they're smart asses. Like, they they listen to everything we're they, saying. They do. And, and, and it's funny. I'm balling a budget. You know? yeah. but, it, it's, but it is that. I, I like to work. And that's the reason that we dropped our franchise fees and made it so cheap to run a franchise and why we opened so many stores was because I want guys like you and me that were hungry. Yeah. Because I can't, I, can't, I can't relate to trust fund babies who got shit. I can't. And they don't work. I need somebody who wants to work. And you need somebody who knows and, what a shit sandwich tastes and, like. And exactly. So I got these 28 and 26 and 25 and 35 and 4-year-old guys that just finally wanted a chance that you start a Rexy's for less than what I pay for. Most people pay for a truck. Yeah. Like, Why? I go, because most of them paid the loan off less than three years, but now that guy's happy. The next 30 years, we got a good, yep. we got a good great friendship. Relationship. We got a great relationship. And we took our first franchisees, or seven years, but last year was our two years of their five-year anniversary. And I know that they got married. Started a Rexus, never really took a honeymoon. Oh, so we sent them for a week to Monterey, California. They wanted to go pay for the whole thing. And I said, don't worry about it. We're paying per diem, the whole works. She goes, oh my God, I feel like I'm on the prices right. I go, if I'm Bob Barker, then I've made it. Yes, yes let's go. And, but it was just, and that's the kind of people we, we surround ourselves with. Though. And that, you and know, that, that's and who that, you relate to. You that know? goes a very long way because uh, now that I'm in these positions and I get to meet people like you store owners and how Zach treats you and how you treat him. And I'm like, 
Okay, so this is how this works. Everyone has to make money. Yeah. Everyone has to make money and everything has to be fair. There is no way a long-term relationship for everyone to make money for a long time is going to happen unless it's fair. Yeah. It has to be good for you. It has to be good for me because you have a family. I have a family. You have employees. I have employees. Everything has to be fair. There is no way you can do a business deal one-sided. Nope. You can't do it. It won't work. And there's always compromise that can be met, but it's like, I, I'm not in this for a quick buck. I don't want a quick buck. I want like... I want like everyone to be good, and whenever I see you, we're excited because we're like, "How fucking great is this? Is this crazy or not?" Oh yeah, it's exactly. This is wild. Yeah. Like I want that feeling for everyone, and whenever there is a problem or something does come up, that means that it's like, "What's going on?" There's no, there's no like uh, weird feeling to have a conversation. And then, about things that we've like seventy brands we buy from, and. And every other chain in my industry is mostly shut down. We gaining it was why I'm like, because well, my system's not. There's no. There's no bells. There's no. There's no hidden anything. Like this is it. This is this is fucking it. Like I'm straight up. Like this is what it is. Buy in and go. Let's let's all make some money. Like I want to make some money. Yeah. I mean I do. And you want to make some money. Yeah. So I consider all my franchisees. My this is a business partnership. If you don't make money, I don't make money. Yeah. I have no automatic fees. Our gym, no yearly fees, no contracts, twenty four hour access. <laughs> I want to do like. I want, what I really want to do is like, instead of a lunk alarm, have a Ronnie Coleman alarm or something where you drop it heavy and Ronnie Coleman comes out and yells something yeah. at you. But, and they go, why? I go, because that's me, just up front. Like, and people are like, what if I want to drop my membership? Smoke signal, Facebook message, cool. You don't have to come in here and put blood on the paper. Like, you're good. You either want to be or you don't. Yeah. Come here and train, train hard. And that's every company we've done that's like that because I just think that it's karmatic. And it really is. Like, you're, you're trying to, you're doing a good person. This is me. This is no bullshit. And then when your brand came out and all my staff is obsessed. I'm obsessed. Say least. They're sending me pictures. You know, I'm not, I'm on social, but I'm always posting shit. Yeah. I don't really watch it. And some people start sending me your videos. I'm like, I like this fucker. And, and it's really what I said to Cody. And Cody goes, we're going to buy their stuff. And I go, make a call. I, I, cool. See what I, happens. Let's see what happens. And then, you know, and they started coming out. I'm like, ooh, that's, that's pretty good. And they started watching your videos. I started sharing your videos. And, and everybody's like, he's like you, but way, way more popular. <laughs> Thank you. And way, less gray, and way less gray hair. Thank you. Way more yeah, handsome. Yeah, the way I, I got that too, actually. A couple from a couple people, and, and I just I was, it was it was awesome, and I, I just love what you guys do and what you represent. Thank you. I think it, it's been fantastic. It is incredible. Uh, like I said, if you would have told me uh, four years ago that I'd be in this position, I'd have said you're full of shit. If you would go back in time, if I went back in time, who I like, big bearded Seth went back in time to like seventeen year old Seth and was like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna go through a ton of shit." And like, this is what's going to happen. I'd be like, I'm going to look like you, you bearded, ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't believe it was happening. Like, could you imagine going back in time, you know, like 15 years ago to meet yourself back then? And you're like, oh my God, you have no clue what's going to happen in those 15 years. Or the advice I've given is just like, you're going to do great. Things are going to get really bad though. Oh yeah. It's going to get really rough, but you're going to come out and everything's going to go well. You're going to have your own supplement company. People are going to love who you are. Everything's going to be great. I've been like, you are so full of shit. And I think we all so, hear, and I think we all hear this shit. And I think but when they hear the actual stories of individuals, they can, it means a lot to people. I oh, go, yeah. Heard I did that one? I go, listen, I've gone through bankruptcy, divorces, custody battles, all this shit. Like the worst things that could possibly happen, deaths in the family. And then here I am, 39. I look better now than I did at 29. <laughs> My wife is hot out of my league but thinks I'm funny good. all this shit is good all crap that 10 years ago when I was just fucking miserable and I was like alright let's start this company and let's just go. I only knew how to do work that's all I know how to do so let's just work and, and if people hear those things they hear your story and I think it gives them hope oh absolutely so that's why like when the, the, the where this started was like uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years to be honest I hope to be uh, I hope to be wildly successful uh, being honest we'll just fuck it we'll go yeah. all in I hope that I'm a multi-millionaire. I hope that I'm wildly successful. I hope that I have enough money where I never have to work again. My house is paid off. I have a beautiful garage. My kids are happy and healthy. They are fun set up for them to have an opportunity in life. But the one thing that now where I stand now that I know what is possible, I hope that I have, I hope that I have something set up and I'm already starting it right now. The idea is there where I create opportunities for people who don't have any opportunities. Yeah. I hope that even though I make millions of dollars, and I hope that does happen one day, and I'm pushing for it, 
because that's something that everybody wants is financial stability in life and have opportunities for your kids. My daughter wants to be a pediatrician. Shit isn't cheap. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to make sure that I create an opportunity for her to do it, whether she gets the funds or I pay for it or whatever it is or however I can work that out. It's great. I want to have that. Um, But I want to make sure that I have something for people that uh, they, I create the opportunity for them. Yeah. I want to create opportunity for people and I want to do good things with my, with my time. Because yeah. if I already have, if I, if I have so much money where I don't have to work anymore, I'm not going to stop working. No. I've already realized that happiness doesn't come from materialistic things. Happiness doesn't come from, uh, come from monetary value, even though like I have my own saying with that. Yeah. But happiness, the, the happy feelings that I do, like gymnastics. That, that, that's a passion project. Spent 150 grand to build a fucking gymnastics gym for little kids to feel good and little young girls build their self-confidence. Yeah. I've, I get happier over there than I do in other scenarios. So quickly I realized, I was like, so my whole business team, all my business partners, we invested all that money in there and now there's over 100 girls over there that are just excited to come and they feel alive and their parents are like, my kids love it and I'm like, Oh fuck, this is a real cool thing. Yeah. That's why I'm so invested in the gymnastics. Sure, my kids are into it, but dude, there's a ton of girls. Like whenever we travel and I'm there being support. So I've realized that that's a part of me that I really, like, really, really enjoy. Yeah. So if I'm set up financially for the rest of my life and I don't have to work, and my companies d- have done well and they continue to do well, that means that I better start doing some great things with my life. Yeah. I better start doing things that have an impact upon people that they didn't even know was possible. Yeah. So uh, I can't quite do that right now because I'm hustling my own businesses yeah. to create this, but it, within 10 years, I hope to be 45 years old and I'm like, I don't have to make another dime. I have, my investments are done well financially. Yeah. I'm going to do things for other people, whether they're young, middle-aged, older, setting them up, doing great things for uh, uh, charities for young kids or teenagers or young 20-year-olds are running some anything. I don't know because there's uh, four years from now, I could be in a completely different position where these things are happening. Yeah. So I just hope that no matter how much money I do make, I know that at one point I will be able to invest all of the time, all of my time into something that is worth much more than just money. And that's awesome. And that, that, that's a real goal. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's, that's as real as it gets. And that's, we've seen it with our gyms. And honestly, we never planned on making any money in the gyms. And any money we have made, we put back into it. But it was always, we said we want everybody to have the opportunity to chase their own personal greatness. And oh, for yeah. us, we found it there. And not that everybody would find it there, but I wanted them to be able to find it there. If they're looking for it there, you want to make yeah, sure that they, they find it the there. Ability, they have the ability to do it. And, and, I, and that's been huge for us. And then, like I told her, like I go, like, we had we had fifty five, we had sixty. If we're wealthy enough, and she's like, I go, I'm giving the shit away. I can't take it with me, you no. know, at all. And I'm like, let's just go because I mean, we we went down to Penasco in in in, uh, in Mexico. I'm like, holy shit, like we have a bitch about a problem. We don't have problems, no. And, and I and there's and we've done that where I used to go down on Thursdays to the Sienna Francis House in Omaha, and homeless shelter, and there's a lot of people who can't even make it in. And once you've been drinking, probably need more help than anything else. Yeah. So a buddy of mine vetoed, and we'd pass out cheeseburgers. Yeah. And we did it. And our, when our daughter brought it up, and I don't think she ever knew I did that. And all of a sudden, I was like, holy shit. Like, that, that's the kind of shit impact. Like, really, like, just one word to a person at the right time can change the whole path. Oh, man. yeah. And, um, and like I said, like, I, I, people could say, like, you can go do those things right now. And they are correct. But right now, my life is consumed with my businesses to build this. And I am very focused on my family. I'm very focused on my employees. These are my people. And um, I know that I'm, I'm never going to stop working, but I will get to a point where I'm like, okay, I think I, think I, had an, I, think I got to a point with my own personal self yeah. because I'm already feeling things from yeah. creating something for just young children. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, so. You do with what's capable of the hours around you at the moment. You know, the whole thing is hopefully in a couple of years, I don't have to grind quite as hard. Yeah, it'd be nice. I can work smarter instead of harder. <laughs> You know, and then I could give more time to other stuff like that. And I, yeah. guess, and, and I got told her, like, I like to do this. And you can tell the enjoyment you get from doing this. Like, um, compared to where you were five years ago, like you said. Yeah. You are now, like, I'm fucking lucky to be here. I, and, and those are the things that, and that's, I think, what scares a ton of people is the fact that you're going to go through a, a stint. 
And it's not going to be like a month. It'll be like a couple years oh, at least. <laughs> where you're not going to eat a whole, you're not going to eat well. You're going to question everything. You're going to have so many. I mean, I still have my ups and downs. Like, for example, homemade. When we came out with homemade for Black Friday, no banks give us any money. We don't have any lines of credit. This com these companies are completely self-funded. And we do very well. But whenever we were doing homemade, we needed a new warehouse. We needed more shipping people. We needed, we needed a new system with all the different SKUs. And on top of that, it's the most expensive product that we make. Yeah. And we couldn't order like 1,000 or 2,000 of them. We had to order a fucking jetload. <laughs> so I'm like, and then when you, whenever it comes down the number crunching, we'd sit there and I look, I'm like, that's a number. That. That's a big number. That's a number. <laughs> it's a, no. But yes, it's going to work, but no. Yeah. I mean, that, pro that product was, a, uh, was six months in the making. Yeah. That was six months in the making to do it right. And everybody knows that proteins, uh, they take up the most shelf space. Yep. They're the most eye-catching. They're the biggest labels. And they're the ones that people come back for. Yep. So you have to make sure they're done well. And that product, just five, four months ago, yeah. the whole process scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah. And, and then when it worked, and it worked, and it's doing very well, it's great. And I sit here and go, you know, I'm going to do it again. Like thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm going to stress myself out like this yep. again. I'm going to freak myself out. Everybody's going to feel the heat. Yep. And then whenever it works, you're like, yeah. And if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, I got to grind this thing a little bit harder. Yeah, so we, that's, that's just like a monthly occurrence with us. They, all my partners know, like, I'm, I'm the numbers. I'm going to figure it out. They're like, they see me get passionate. Yeah. Which is no word for me freak out. Yeah. I come back, guys. All right, I'm good. Place a bank account, Jenga, we're gonna make this work. But you realize, like, after I started Rexy, it's like that put me into bankruptcy. I had to pay it all back, but I, I did. Oh, I, yeah. I had six years. So I ran the first year, six years of Rexius without a credit card. Oh. I saw a bank account. Give you the EBGBs. Oh, my God. Like, now I'm like, holy shit. Like, now at least I get the miles and go on free vacations with yeah. my kids. But Learn credit cards but and how to work it but all. It, but it was, you know, and the fact is that I was able to make it work with my sales ability with every lease we signed, everything else that nobody knew. Even this I just paid it off. I'm like, I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to pay everything back. And I did. I paid everything back over seven years, and that was it. We got we get, whenever, whenever I see an email from our manufacturer saying, thank you for paying us on time, and I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. Good, good most job. don't. And then I realized, and then whenever I talk, and I'm like, I realize that most don't. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's tens of thousands of dollars. Sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars for the product. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you, can, you wouldn't give me more if I didn't pay the bill. And then I'm like, oh, some people do. I was like, oh my God. That was it free Because I mean, my dad always taught me a certain way to do business. Yeah, same and like, you oh, you're an bill. honest, good guy. But then like seeing that, I'm like, okay, like I'm doing something right in the relationship between us and our manufacturer is top notch because of it. Well, that's just it. It's our popcorn manufacturer that makes our protein popcorn with our formula. And he goes, I'm so sorry I didn't mail the bill yet. He goes, it's on its way now. I said, I said, bro, like I already called your office. They gave me the bill over email and I sent it off a week ago. <laughs> and shit ain't shown up. The check showed up by the time the thing yeah. showed up. You're our favorite account. I'm I love bad you. I am, you know? I mean, don't forget me at Christmas. And it, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's just it. I say, never, don't forget me at Christmas. But it, and, and it's the same thing with how we run our yeah. shipping department with the retailers that we work with. It's like, because uh, uh, I always ask, I'm not very involved with it. And I'm like, how does this all work? Like, what's the plan going in? And how does it work? And then it's like, well, whenever an order comes in, we take their money and we send them stuff. I'm like, no shit. Yeah. Huh? And I'm like, so what's the turnaround time? And Zach's like, within 48 hours. I'm like, so you mean to tell me that you take somebody's, you take an order, a store, multiple yeah. such as yourself, and you get things out within 48 hours? He's like, yeah, you guys we are have good. to. You guys are good. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. And then he's like, sometimes we get backed up because orders are really big or we're, we're, we're trying to put something together or we, 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 we miscalculated with inventory. But now we're at the point where, no, it's like these things have to occur this way. And I'm like... So then I realized when we're dealing with stores, brick and mortar stores, yeah. smaller than you, yeah. say that somebody that owns two stores, bro, five G's is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Five G's is a lot of money because they are getting, that money's getting, they're taking that, you, they said they need it's it. It's out. It's out now. It's out and we don't have anything in there. And there's money not, back. and there's, that, that shelf's going to empty out soon and if and they so, don't get it, they're not going to make any so, money. So we're guessing, and that's what we found, and, and Zach's been great because he'll, he'll be like, listen, under promise, over deliver me. 
Okay, I'd really be surprised if it shows up early and then tell me it's going to be here on Friday. It shows up fucking yeah. Thursday. And I go, but we're buying enough for us and our franchisees. So all the one warehouse that needs to come in, and then I have to ship it out to them. Yep. And so there, there, there's like five, six, seven, eight days. I said, I didn't know. Yes. And I said, and I go, just don't don't let all the, the Instagram fool you. We have 20 some locations. 10 grand still makes my asshole pucker. So oh, yeah. it hurts. I go, I don't mind the credit card miles. I always tell my wife every time I go, well, credit card miles, right? Well, you're not, you're, you're buying 10 grand from us. Yeah. What about the other like thirty oh, brands that are in your company as well? Exactly, that's, that's it's a lot all, of fucking all, money. And I, so I explained to my my partners, got love. I'm like, listen, you bought that shit at the same time that I had rent due. Payroll happened to be on that week, and the American Express card bill was due. Contra <laughs> I believe I don't have an extra hundred grand sitting down. I have six kids, so please. Well, let's all plan this shit out. Just let me know when shit's going to yep. go. I'll play bank account, Jango. I'll make it work. When that shit gets in, sell it. Yes, you got to sell moving. it. Get moving. And, the, and so. those are things that uh, within business, those are yeah. things that you realize really quick. And what, and you know, what Pat, Pat handles, uh, Pat handles payroll. And, you know, we have our, we have our Monday meeting and we have our Thursday meeting. Yeah. And whenever we look at things and it's like, Seth, just go be you. And I'm like, oh man, this is great, but I'm not going to be involved in my company and not know what's going on. Yeah. I'd be an asshole. Yeah. Then I'd be dumb. Yeah. So we go through like Pat doesn't belong in marketing meetings. Pat in a marketing meeting is like the worst thing that could occur. <laughs> Pat's numbers guy. Yeah. We should do this, Pat. Zip it, remember? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, but meanwhile, he's the pappy of the company that yeah. is like the wisest of us all. Yeah. So um uh, and it's just funny how it works, but whenever you sit down and look at numbers and you go through things, you're like, it scares the fuck out of you. Yeah. And like I said, with homemade and like we do with payroll and having four different buildings and 16 employees and oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. And there's no, the one thing for any business person is there's no one way that makes things work. No. Everyone figures out their formula and then everybody creates what they can and it becomes whatever you make it become. Yeah. And that's it. And that's just it. I mean, if, if you've got the right intention in mind and you work hard, you'll know if somebody's not in the right mindset, they'll, they'll work themselves out. We figured that out oh, yeah. a times. And it's, you know, it's mom and dad in the company, but they're way more scared of mom than me anyways. Yeah. They, I may look scarier, but <laughs> she'll cut you with her eyes. So, I mean, I, could, and, and, I, I showed up at the warehouse one day whenever we were having a hell of a fucking day and I needed to sign a few things. And I go to the warehouse and then um, uh, I walked in. And uh, Darcel, our shipping manager, he looks over, like looks around the corner. He's like, oh, it's just Seth. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck does that mean, dude? And he's like, I thought it was Heather. And Heather, we call yeah. Heather the general. Yeah. She runs, she's our- I heard she's about the, Heather, yeah. yes. yes. We call her the general or the warden. Yeah. And like, she comes in there, she comes guns blazing. Like, she has, watch out. So he oh, just Seth, the well, owner, so the, the guy that no, does, no, 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 no fuck it, he's okay. Don't, don't, don't tell me, don't tell Shane, Shane's like, oh, it seems like I liked it. I go, oh, wait till Brittany hears that. And then I'm, I'm, like, I'm not touching that, you tell her, I'm not telling her, because I don't, you know, and that's just how it is. But I think we can go on all day. Uh, thank you so much for allowing us oh, to bro. come out. This was awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You know, the Now or Never podcast, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram. Anything else, Chad? All, that shit. all of them. Sephirochi, Axis Sledge. Just follow Thank us, you guys. man. I mean, honestly, this is how, uh, you know, things that we get to spread these messages out and all you guys get to learn and, and hear. And hopefully you found something motivational today and it's completely worth our time. I think you'd say the same thing. And all we want to do is just uh, spread the kind of joy that we've been able to experience doing these companies with all of you guys. So thank you. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow. More little story is you and you and I am me. Just be. I'm a gentleman, now I'm settled in. Even when they said I'm letting me in, I said, guess again, what's the way I walk into a room and everybody stare? Godfather like presents, everybody know I'm here. Stepping right into my office, pouring bourbon on the rocks. Toast to the homies that can never see the light, and the haters that forever see my ghost. What a night, ah, oh, man.